Hi, and welcome to the podcast, which we, I, should not be recording. I should be saving my voice because, as you'll hear in a second when the music goes away, it's not where it needs to be. So all the times when I say, we're going to keep it quick and quiet, today will be that day. Also, have an interview, a guest, a guest, Danton Dom Glover will be by to talk about uh, the Modern Dance Company. We had Dom on last year to talk about something he and his crew, I believe, did at Owens. Uh, Dom is, I've been here so long now, there's like different sects. S-E-C-T-S. We've all kind of split up and gone our different ways. Um, I got to know Dom through Philip, who was on the old show. You know Philip. It was Philip, Dom, and Sam. They were inseparable. So inseparable that last year when Dom was on, I was like, hey, you were great when we went to uh, Souk that one night. He's like, I've never worked. I'm like, oh, I was thinking of Sam. Dom will be on to talk about what production they have coming up. Some things to get to first. The um, irony of talking about this because I saw it on uh, the blog I enjoy reading, Marginal Revolution. They were talking about telehealth, email health, whatever you want to call it. And I um, I do correspond with my doctor quite often. I don't know the last time I saw him. It's February. Did I maybe go in the fall? No much further back than the summer for my physical, because um, I can correspond with him over email to get like my prescriptions adjusted. Um, and I'm wondering, like, that's a, that's a service. And this blog post is pointing out how some of these doctors, I guess, I don't know what the protocol is and if they're expected to do this. And I should actually ask some of my many friends in the, uh, in the medical and healthcare field, like, what's protocol for them? Do they take a patient off? Do they block out, like, a slot in the morning and a slot in the afternoon? And instead of seeing a patient for 15 minutes, they just correspond electronically in that time that would make sense um in a lot of ways I, I i've always been an advocate of this even before telehealth popped up if i can ask him a question and he can get back to me on his time within 24 hours um that works out for for both of us i well works out for me and for somebody else who might actually need to be in the office seeing him um and i'm sorry if my head's if this doesn't come out perfect my head is a bit foggy from all of this and concentrating to try to make my voice sound okay is a little bit of an effort and strenuous as well. So that all seems to be very optimal. It works out for me. I can get my prescriptions changed. Other people can get in to see, in my case, uh, Dr. Sean. But in that 15 minutes, like I don't get billed. And in fact, when I first started to correspond with him this way, I was like, do I have to pay you a copay for this? We're talking like at the infancy of e-health. Um, I was expecting some kind of copay or a lesser copay. I think this is one of these things where as arcane and as inscrutable and complex as the healthcare industry is, we're not we're not where this could be and probably likely will be. Because when Dr. Sean changes my prescription or answers a question, even though I'm not coming in, he is providing a service. And if he is blocking off, if through my my idea that he, he blocks out 30 minutes a day, a bit in the morning, a bit in the afternoon, um, but he's not seeing a patient, well, that's a patient that will be billed. That's an insurance company that will be billed. And um, if he's taking that off off the schedule, then, you know, the medical provider is not 
making money. And if there's a service being provided, especially in the healthcare field, we know it. This is across almost every industry. Um, there are no handouts. These are not small businesses. Uh, these are not free samples. If someplace, a retailer or uh, a, a doctor or a retailer or a restaurant is giving you free stuff, it's to bring you back. That doesn't really, that's not really in play with a, a doctor. If Dr. Sean responds to my emails or my my e-communications, it's not going to keep me as a patient. Patient, him being a doctor, a good doctor, will keep me as a patient. Um, so I'm wondering how long it will be until telehealth and email, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, these electronic correspondences will be charged. And I'm sure before long, it will be worked into our insurance plans in some way, shape, or form. It shouldn't be the cost, uh, a copay cost of a visit. I think mine's 35 bucks, but there will likely be a fee for it. I understand it. Again, I go back to my new thing I threw on my Twitter account. I don't agree. In fact, I would agree with this. I don't agree, but I understand a service is being provided. You're taking time away from potentially someone else who you could be billing a lot of money and answering questions for schmucks like me. Uh, next up, Tom Brady retired today. Not real surprising, although Tampa Bay just did get did get rid of some coaches who might not have jibed with Tom Brady, maybe to entice him to come back. Whatever. Um, I'm not going to slobber all over him. I, I was several Super Bowl wins of his ago. I was like, this guy is the, he's better than Montana, better than LA, he's better than anybody ever. One thing about Tom Brady stands out to me the most though. Ironically enough, it was five years ago. I was going to pick up Pizza Cat Pizza for a Super Bowl party when I was inviting friends over to watch the Eagles. There's the irony. Once again, in the Super Bowl. Um, The guy that Tom Brady does his podcast with now, Jim Gray, brought up something with Brady and I think it was like, what would you do if not if this didn't work out? He's like, I didn't have a backup plan. He said, whether he knew or was taught or learned, he said, I was going to make plan A work at all costs. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you here before or in a public presentation. I I have two strategies. When I heard that, I was like, yeah. Let, let, like, let, if you love this, if this is absolutely what you want to do and you will not be deterred, a sneeze is coming on. Do it. Do it until there's no life left in your body, figuratively speaking. So I, I believe that, that that type of mentality can help you achieve plan A. Now look, maybe instead of being an A-plus player of plan A, you'll be a B-minus, but you're in the game. And that's enough for you. So I, I look at this two ways. Make plan A work at all costs. But also, don't just have a plan B. You know, a lot of people learn to have a plan B. What's your, what's your backup plan? Uh, your backup plans need backup plans. There are, what, 26 letters in the alphabet? Now, that that's a lot of backup plans. You shouldn't need that many if you are. You probably are not educated as enough, enough as you need to be. Like you might want to stop around J. If you get to if you get to J and you're str- and you're still thinking you need backup plans, it might be time to go back to school or something. Um, backup plans on backup plans. I think the farthest I've ever gone back is like D or E. But if I ever ask somebody if they have a plan B, they say, "Yeah, heck yeah, I do." I go, "Good. Have a backup plan for your plan B. Have a plan C and a plan D, especially in the unpredictable world that we live in now." I was reading something today. Um, 
more economic experts discussing whether or not we were going to have a recession. Will there be a soft landing? Well, I, there already is a recession for one, people at the bottom as always, unfortunately. And people in tech, they're getting laid off like crazy. Thankfully, those people, they might not make 180 grand anymore, but they might go work somewhere where they're treated better. It's not an 80-hour work week and they're still making 140 grand. So in some ways, there already is a recession. And in this article, it basically finally said, whatever kind of recession we get, it's not going to be like anything we've ever experienced before. You've heard stagflation, shrinkflation, the comparisons to what we've gone through to the late 70s and early 80s with the gas crisis and all this stuff and, and that out of control. Um, stagflation, what we have been through since COVID has been like nothing else ever in history. So yeah, this is going to be different. Beyonce uh, announced a tour. Is that connected to Tom Brady retiring? I mean, she's married, but maybe it's just like a, an arranged, relate. it's a business relationship at this point, like Bill and Hillary always was with Jay-Z. Um, I wish you luck. Uh, reason, I don't know, 78A, why I don't want to do concerts, not on that scale. Um, she'll be in Detroit, July 26th. You have to get verified. Ticketmaster is involved. Now, look, I might be wrong about this, but I did click a couple of links and it says which pod, there's three pods of cities on the tour that you can, you can pick. You can pick all three, but what I didn't continue to read was, are you shitting me? I can win my way into a pod, but am I going to get assigned a city? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I don't expect Taylor Swift level of chaos. Um, if that was nuclear chaos trying to get Taylor tickets, I expect this to be a, um, a large missile attack, but not nuclear weapons. This is going to get ugly and messy. And the Beehive might be more angry than Taylor fans. Um, two last things. Glendale Garden Cafe, phenomenal food, massive portions on the plate. Parker Hansen was going there for a meeting, went inside. Someone stole a box out of his car. His door was unlocked, which always makes me wonder, what was the word that was used in this story? Oh, is it a break-in if your doors are unlocked? I know people who leave their doors unlocked in the Commodore Perry garage, and they just don't leave anything in there because you'd rather have somebody go through and take nothing rather than breaking a window and getting nothing. Um, what was in that box were the remains of Parker Hansen's friends who died of lung cancer two weeks ago. He was holding on to those remains after he was cremated, obviously, until there could be a family and friends summer ceremony. The thief hopped on a Tarta bus and escaped. This could have a good ending. Obviously, don't condone this person stealing this. They probably thought it was of some value or something valuable in there. In fact, it's of less value than you could ever imagine except on the opposite end of things to the friends and family of the person who was cremated so hopefully this person can be found just let bygones be bygones apologize give the box back and we have a happy story we have a happy ending to all this um there are not many slots left for the skating ribbon in the metro parks um i was clicking around the upcoming weekends are out some midweek slots are open. I was thinking I should sign up for these. Excuse me. I should sign up for these and then give them away on the up, uh, not give them away on the air. I should sell them. They are a high value prize. Um, so jump to those 
real fast. And let's see if I can pull up this awful, awful Fairview story. Whoa, hold on a second. There's an, e- an Eagles player is indicted on kidnapping. Josh Sills, a 25-year-old rookie for the NFC Champions, is facing felony charges for a crime that allegedly happened four years ago. Oh, I'll keep looking into that. Where is this Fairview story? Here we go. I don't know where Fairview is. Is it here? Oh, God, it's just Toledo, Ohio. Um, A student wore a dress to a basketball game. Because the theme was dress like your boy dressed like girl, girl dressed like boy. Just kids doing what they do. Weird thing. That's not weird, but like crowds, athletic crowds, there's weird stuff, there's weird chants, all, all that stuff. They do fun things. It's a it's an exciting environment. The athletic director uh, asked the asked Damien to change or leave. Um he put a sweatshirt on and sweatpants over the dress. Um, the incident left him shaking and his mother directing anger towards the school admin. You walked over to him. You made it a big deal. It was not a big deal until you made it a big deal. So you should have left it alone, um, says his mom, Georgette Allen. The district's superintendent, Steve Arnold, says students wanted a gender swap dress up day for the game. However, the theme was not approved by the school administration. He dressed for it anyway. I'm guessing these themes have to be um, approved and the kid did it anyway. There was no theme. There was no discussion ahead of time. So I stand with the athletic director and principal on the decision to ask them to change in order to stay. Um, why not? And and they're probably going to hide behind some some admin rules, like everything's got to be approved. But clearly there was an issue here with the gender swap. So um, why not just raise a flag of all the hateful things that you support at your school? So we can know, like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be about it, be proud about it. Let us know that you're a hateful asshole. Like this uh, Ohio school that is what teaching Nazi things. Like, look at them. Thank you for letting us know that you're Nazis rather than me looking across the street at apartments or houses thinking, hmm, I wonder how many people hate Jews in those buildings. Cause there's gotta be a few, cause there are a lot of places now or people that hate blacks or people that hate Asians. If you hate something, let us know so we can stay away from you and vilify you. Somebody I really enjoy. Dom Glover. Let's get to dancing, Dom. Please let me welcome um, the president of the board of the Modern Dance Company. I did not know that we were having a, a head of state on, Dom. Oh, gosh. So you, you make me a much bigger deal than I am, Eric. Stop it. Stop it. There may be there may have been a, a Beyonce tour announcement today, but I have a president on right now, and that's a big deal. I'll take that because yes, if if we if if I'm in the same category as a Beyonce tour release, I'm a happy camper. We at all the more reason to uh, to make sure this thing sells out at Handmade, so you can stack up some money to go see Beyonce all over the country and the world, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, good to have you back on a performance coming up. Is, mm-hmm. Am Glad I pro- to be back? Am I pronouncing it correctly? XOXO. It's XOXO, just like you would sign, you know, at the end of a love letter, because that's kind of the theme of the show that we're going for. Well, tell me a little bit about it. So XOXO has the purpose of um, celebrating love in all forms uh, through the works of uh, different choreographers, different company members who choreographed pieces uh, through all of our voices. So uh, we decided, uh, since it's been a little while since we did our last show, that you so graciously let me um, promote on your podcast. 
uh, we said, you know, it's about time we do, you know, at least a little cabaret style production. So we figured February would be a good time and uh, why not do it around Valentine's Day. So we said it would be a love theme. So as we were sitting down, talking, uh, brainstorming through different ideas, we thought about doing something. Dom, I lost you. Dom, I lost you. Welcome back. Hello, I'm Hi, here. Hi, welcome back. Oh, welcome back. Okay, cool. Um, oh, shucks. I don't know what the last thing was. Um, talking, so, about, uh, talking about doing this one, you, uh, you, it was February, Valentine's Day. You're ready to do another one. Yeah, so it was going to be cabaret-themed, uh, cabaret-style, love-themed, and uh, we decided uh, on the name XOXO like we were signing off on a little love letter. Um, a couple of questions. Uh, you know me. Mm-hmm. I, I always support the heck out of you guys and, and all my performing friends. I have no idea what the heck a ca- what a cabaret show is. But and my second question is, because it's cabaret style, is that how you're able to do it at Handmade, which is not a traditional venue? I, I'm, I missed the last part of that question. Uh, it, it being cabaret style, whatever that is you're about to tell me, is that why you're able uh-huh. to do it at Handmade as opposed to a more traditional um, audience uh, auditorium type venue? Yes. So usually when you say things are done like cabaret style, it's um, smaller, more intimate setting. Um, you know, the, the audience, it, it's not the, the you sit in the audience and then, you know, we're on stage. Um, sometimes it can be very uh, immersive. Like the, the, there's only one floor. We're dancing on the same floor that the audience is sitting on. Um, there will most probably be some interactions with the audience. Um, so I guess you just wanted to, and then like a kind of a, a smaller scale, it doesn't have like the big screens and sets and lights and all of that, uh, typically. So it's, it's a lot more, uh, casual and, um, in a lot more of an intimate setting typically. What kind of audience interaction is this like Rocky Horror Picture Show throwing rice or am I going to get yanked out of a chair to dance? Um, well, you won't get yanked out of a chair to dance. You might, you might be encouraged to step out of your own chair and dance. Um, but then, you know, there, there might be some, uh, some, the, the, uh, we as dancers, you know, while we, uh, exit, while we leave the space where we're dancing, we might go through the audience. We might, you know, give some high fives, you know, probably pass out some treats and I'm probably giving out a little bit much of what we want to do right now. But, um, yeah, there would, there would definitely be interactions. Nothing that would be, uh, it, it, not Rocky Horror. That's that's another demographic. <laughs> um, the date is February 11th. February 11th. 7 o'clock. Um, tell me about like ticket yes. availability where people can find out a little bit more about you. And I'll, uh, then I'll ask you more about the Modern Dance Company. But basically the basics. Yeah. yeah. So tickets are available on our website. It is T-H-E, the Modern Dance Company. Uh, all one word, no spaces, no dots. Um, dot com and uh, it should be the first thing that you find that you see at the top um, we have it set up where uh, you can buy um, a single ticket for yourself or since it is um, the weekend before Valentine's Day you can buy um, a couple's ticket which we call a duet um, oh gosh I can't think of the pricing off the top of my head oh I'm doing horrible um, but there are uh, tickets available. There's a price for an advance, um, and then I know that they go up about three bucks each at the door. So we will have tickets available at the door as well. But you probably want to get them in advance. Yeah, it looks like eighteen bucks right now, and then thirty-two for the duet. And remember, buy tickets. Dom needs to see Beyonce buy at least tickets at least five yes. times. And you need to come and see us perform XOXO. Um, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about the Modern Dance Company, how it got started, uh, not that long ago. 
No, not that long at all. About five years ago, I think 2017, um, our uh, founders, uh, Ashley Hill and Ali Beatty, um, who grew up together, I ended up dancing with Ashley for a very long time at their family studio as well. Um, we said, you know, or what they said, you know, it's about time that Toledo has um, a professional adult dance company. And, you know, when you look around at a lot of the studios here in the area, a lot of them do cater to children. Yes, they may have one or two adult classes. There's, you know, some adult tap classes here, there, everywhere, but there's not really a space for adults to actually perform um, and dance on, um, you know, a level more than you know, just, hey, I'm just doing this because my kid does it or blah, 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 blah. Like, no, we want to um, encourage and foster and really, really support, develop, create all those kind of words, um, a, a space for adults to perform dance professionally, ballet, modern, um, uh, ballet and modern techniques. Um, and we even want to broaden it to, you know, hip hop and, and, uh, and other Broadway tap, um, styles because that's what a lot of um, major companies like Ailey, even um, New York City Ballet or ABT, San Francisco, like all the major ballet companies and dance companies around the country are really broadening their scope on what dance is. And we really want to have a piece of that here in Toledo. Dom, am I wrong or are you the only dude that's dancing? I'm the only dude that's dancing, man. It's not a lot of dudes that dance. It's not a lot. I mean, and I grew up as an athlete, dancing is hard. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes, it is. Well, um, yeah. you have a lot of very attractive women that you get to perform with. This is going to be an awesome show. Mm -hmm. um, we mm -hmm. When we talked last year, last year's performance was at Owens, right? Yes, it was. Um, we're a year farther away from COVID. Um, from your perspective, as somebody who loves to perform but also enjoys performances, how have things gotten back to any semblance of normalcy from your perspective? Um, things have gotten pretty much back to normal um i i think it's just kind of a, a a social um i think it's just kind of socially acceptable now like hey we know COVID's going to be a thing people are washing our hands more if you feel um the need to wear a mask please do um it's not a requirement to wear masks um it is um, suggested almost highly suggested if you want to protect yourself and or others um, from spreading any kind of, you know, if you've got sniffles or if you think somebody else might have sniffles and since we're, you know, in couples, you know, people be, whatever, if you feel the need to wear a mask, by all means. Um, but other than that, like as far as dance, you know, this most dancers don't really have personal bubbles, so... It doesn't matter to us. If you sound like I, if you sound like I sound like right now, put a mask on, please. Um, oh I have, boy, I have a terrible cold right now. Um, oh no. Last thing or so, uh, from the other side of things, have you been out to any performances over the last year? Or so I know we got a bunch of things. Uh, Hamilton finally showed up. The the Lion King's coming. Is there anything? I, and I missed it. I know. You know. I you know what? I've been on stage or creating stuff so much. I've been missing the chance to just sit back and relax and enjoy it. So did, did you want to go to Hamilton? Um, yeah, you know, I'm probably going to get, I'm, I'm probably going to affect ticket sales. I still haven't really jumped on that Hamilton bandwagon yet. I think that's totally fine. So, yeah, I'm like, I need, I need to go ahead and do that. But yeah, I, I thought about, um, I was told about the lottery and all of that, but I missed it. You know, I, I had rehearsal, so. 
Um, well, thanks for jumping on. TheModernDanceCompany.com uh, is where you can get all the information. Yeah. The tickets are 18 bucks, tw- uh, 32 for a duet, February 11th at Handmade. This yeah, is going to be real. That, mm-hmm. that is, if you've never been to that building, it's a bit small. So um, it's going to be tight. But, and it's it's going to be a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Intimate. It, there it is. It's going to be very intimate. And if you've never been in the, the, the space and the, like behind the, the, the store of Hammock, prepare to be blown away because it is actually a lot more spacious than people think. Um, but, you know, it is very intimate, but it's just so it's uh, it's eclectic. It's eclectic. And that is going to set such a mood for the show that we are presenting as well. So you you want to get tickets and see it. It'll be a cute little date night, whether it's for yourself or with a friend or with a significant other. Come see it. You had said that it had been some time since you did the one last year at Owens, yeah. um, and you wanted to get something up again. Are you going to wait that long again to get something um, on the, on the calendar this the year? <laughs> good, good. Yeah, no, that is not the goal. So. Yeah, I know, I know this takes a lot of effort, and, and this is this is a hobby. Mm-hmm. This is a passion of you guys. Everybody has regular like regular jobs, and it's hard to put these yep. together. But, yeah, I know uh, everybody would probably like to do more of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely stay tuned. You know, I'll I'll keep you posted, Eric, as much as humanly possible. As, as much as you'll let me talk in your show, I'll do it. I need you to smash my feed as much as Phillip's pictures do. Oh my gosh, I'm not going there. <laughs> I, fun, funny quick story. Uh, so Friday night, uh, Alex and I were out with a with a, a friend that used to live in my building downtown, and yeah. we were we were talking about uh, genetic gifts. Like some people just ha- <laughs> some people just have it. Uh, other people like you need they need to take the Ozempic to lose weight and all this nonsense. And I I use as an example of people who won the genetic lottery, Philip. And I uh, I showed my friend that didn't know him. And she covered the phone as if like a porn had popped up in the middle of a classroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll that'll do it. That's our guy. That'll do it. That's our guy. That's our friend. Hey. All right, Dom. Good like chat. The one that put the package on. All right. Thanks so much, Eric. Talk <laughs> to you chat. later, man. All right, man. Bye bye.